An application programming interface provides programmatic access to service functionality and data within an application or database. It can be used as a building block for the development of new interactions with humans, other applications, or smart devices. Now, Gartner defines API management as a set of people, processes, and technologies that enable an organization to publish APIs safely and securely, either internally or externally. It allows organizations that create APIs to use other APIs to monitor activity and ensure that the needs of the developers and applications using the API are being met. Organizations are implementing strategies to manage their APIs so that they can respond to rapid changes in customer demands. In this podcast for Future CIO, we speak to Degui Xu, Solutions Engineering at Kong, to elaborate on the value of API and API management as organizations push forward their digital transformation initiatives. Degui, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Hi, Alan. Thanks. Uh, good morning to you. Thanks for having me. How prevalent is API use in Asia today? Yeah, I think uh, you actually summarized it well in the introduction. I, I think uh, API is not a new concept, right? Actually, it's so fundamental in IT. I think when we first learned how to program, we were taught uh, APIs, right? So, but today, like you roughly pointed out, when we talk about APIs, it's usually in the context of uh, referring to a much higher level of abstraction. And uh, usually the APIs represent some core business capabilities rather than lower level system functions. I think um, from what we see, uh, especially in the Asia Pacific, where APIs have always played a critical role in the digital transformation journey to unlock the business capabilities, actually both internally within the organizations to drive innovation and also externally to drive uh, additional revenue stream or maybe better customer experience. So under the, uh, the pandemic, actually we have seen an accelerated and expanded use of APIs. Uh, on one hand, right, more transactions have been moved to online and customers demand uh, better and integrated uh, online experiences. On the other hand, businesses also try to innovate faster uh, to respond to the impacts caused by COVID-19. In a typical enterprise, private or public, where do you see is the concentration of API use? According to analysts and uh, market research, right, the banking and financial services industry is expected to hold the largest uh, market size. And this is the trend actually we see from our customers and prospects we talk to as well in, uh, in Asia Pacific. Uh, actually, globally, is a, a similar trend. The reason is uh, mainly because financial institutions have been forced to evolve right, under this new era of transparency, and they need to innovate faster, especially right, to fight off competitions from new fintech startups. Just take bank as an example. Right? In the banking context, right, APIs enable third-party applications or partners to access the bank's common uh, tools, services, and uh, valuable assets. Right? For example, today, how often do you go to a bank branch to actually access banking services? But you are doing that, right? When you order maybe food delivery online, when you are making payments using QR code, or maybe you are redeem your like loyalty points, right? From your, your fitness membership and so on. Uh, there's a banking services behind to support all these transactions, but you don't really see them. What is the biggest misconception that non-IT people have of APIs? I think the biggest uh, misconception is that uh, people think API is technical, right? This is a technical topic. This is the implementation details. Okay, let's just leave it to the IT team to handle. Like you said, right? API stands for application programming interface. It's actually a technical term. I think that's why people have this uh, misconception. And uh, because of this misconception, usually it causes some misalignment between IT and business. So as a result, maybe uh, IT team go and create 
a lot of low level, more, more like system level APIs, or maybe the exposed APIs, they don't really provide uh, much business value. What we see is um, APIs actually are strategic assets. They are not just technical fixes. They must be aligned with business strategy to make it happen. So for IT people, what would be the biggest challenge when it comes to API? As we all know, right, technology landscape is, has um, been evolving faster than ever, right? It has caused a lot of challenges, even for seasoned IT professionals. When it comes to APIs, I think these are um, biggest challenges we see, right? First of all, in order to innovate faster, there's a massive shift in how companies build their software. Companies are, are moving from their monolithic application uh, into a microservices architecture where they break down their legacy application into a smaller microservices in order to be more agile, to move faster, to deliver services uh, better and faster to their end users. So companies used to manage tens of uh, legacy applications now they need to deal with maybe hundreds or even thousands of microservices in the past you probably just need to secure the api at one place typically the external access layer now you need to manage the end-to-end connectivity of uh, microservices. So that's number one challenge. Secondly, with the shift to microservices architecture, a manual approach of deploying and um, configuring uh, of the uh, APIs and infrastructure simply cannot scale. So anything that can be automated needs to be automated. So which means IT team need to adopt new tools, new processes, and change the way of working from manual to uh, automation. Uh, last but not least, there's always a, a balancing act, right, between reliability and innovation. So companies strive to move fast, but they don't want to break anything in the process. So overemphasis or overinvesting in reliability of APIs could slow down innovation. The recommendation is to start small, maybe um, start with a greenfield project first, if possible. Now, within the context of digital transformation, what would be the top three benefits of API? And look at it from the business perspective as opposed to from the tech side. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you you actually mentioned right. Um, APIs are used both internally and externally. I think so. This will really drive the uh, the benefits, right? So uh, first of all, I think um, from an internal benefits perspective, right? APIs really help organizations to unlock the business capabilities they have built over the years, right? They have been building systems or acquired systems over the years. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. By building, exposing APIs on top of the systems you already have, they basically enable organizations to innovate faster, right? You can quickly create new application services faster. And also it enables organizations to scale better because now teams may work in, a, usually they work in a smaller agile team. They can work independently, right? And they, especially under this pandemic, they may work remotely. So when they work independently as one team, as long as they agree on certain API contracts, they have a certain protocols for the different teams to, to communicate. They can work independent. So that is, um, I think, the internal benefits to the organization. Uh, secondly, right, is also the, the external benefit. API actually help to create ecosystem where different companies can come together to exchange business critical information to build new partnership and maybe create new business model new revenue streams from a business context uh, last but not least right is really the um, the modernization journey that many customers are actually going through so they have a lot of uh, like I mentioned the legacy systems they built over the years but they need to modernize them right to leverage the the latest technology leverage cloud 
and, and so on stuff. So API can act as an abstraction layer. So while you are moving, modernizing your application, while you are migrating to cloud, having the API as an abstraction layer basically helps to minimize disruption and impact to the end user, right? While you are making the changes behind the scene, the end users are not affected. They feel, okay, it, get, it will just get better, right? A better uh, response time, better scalability, better availability, right? Because organizations are doing the hard work heavy lifting behind the scene, but they don't get impacted. They don't experience like downtime or, or service disruption. So this also enables organization to leverage cloud and uh, the, the services provided by cloud providers. So you don't have to build all this in your data centers anymore, right? So you can actually um, innovate faster, right? Because you can just go to a cloud, use the services, and you can create new services even faster in the digital transformation journey. Uh, we spoke about misconceptions, we, the challenges that organizations face from an IT perspective and the benefits for digital transformation. What about the most common mistakes that enterprises make as they try to start using APIs? So actually, um, we have seen organizations making mistakes without knowing the uh, best practices and so on. I think number one mistake is the biggest uh, misconception we talk about. I think um, when organizations think, okay, this is just IT problem to solve, let's leave it to IT team, that is number one mistake. So IT team maybe okay, okay, this you leave this problem to me. I, what I'll do is okay, I, I look at the systems that we have. I take the a bottom up approach, exposing APIs without really aligning with the business outcomes or business strategy. So that is um, number one mistake we have seen. Second common mistake is organizations actually underestimate the performance, scalability, and security requirements. So when you open up API, usually it will lead to potential security loopholes like sudden growth in the API usage or unpredictable spikes um, of the, the, the patterns of the API success. So without proper planning of architecture, capacity, and security, organizations may experience like service disruption, loss of data, bad customer experience, and then eventually right, loss of trust from customers or a loss of customer loyalty. The third common mistake is that organizations may take a big bank approach. They say, okay, this is another big project, right? Let's embark on this mega project. They still spend a lot of time doing planning, and then sometimes with uh, unrealistic like ROI expectations. So to avoid this kind of mistake, right? Actually, from the, the company I'm working at, right, we have actually invested in what we call the global uh, customer experience team, right, or a CX for short. The reason why we want to have a CX team is really to work alongside with our customers, share with them the best practices, and then enable them for downturn success to avoid this kind of uh, common mistakes. And coming into 2022, what trends do you see will influence the expanded use of APIs in enterprises? Yeah, as we come into the end of almost the end of 2021, I see three trends in particular will continue to influence the expanded use of APIs in, in the next year. First trend is decentralization will continue to happen across organizations, both in terms of organization structure, where employees will most likely still work in a remote, right, distributed setup under the pandemic, and also in terms of application architecture, where organizations will continue to move into microservices architecture, maybe a uh, multi-cloud uh, environments, right? So the application will also be decentralized. Second trend is hyper-automation. So basically, which actually aligns with one of the predictions from Ghana as well. Hyper-automation is a process where businesses will automate as many business and IT process as possible. And then at the same time, use tools like artificial intelligence, uh, machine learning, even driven software, robotic 
process automation, etc. So very often the automation processes will need to interface with uh, the existing application services right, via APIs. And the last trend is uh, intelligent composable business. So what it means is that typical organizations have been spending the past years right, focusing on efficiency. So now when COVID hit, right, so they, there's a major impact. And many business processes couldn't adapt quickly enough or simply broke, right? Because they were not prepared for this. So organizations need to design an architecture to enable better access to information, to make the application more composable, modular. I think that the, basically the shift to microservices is to support this so that you can quickly respond to changes, right? You can quickly reorganize your processes or, or create some new services, right? Under this um, a pandemic situation, for example. Degui, thank you for joining us on Podcast for Future CIO. Thank you. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for having me. That was Daegu Shu, Solutions Engineering at Kong on why APIs are not an IT-only responsibility. You are listening in to Podcast for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcast for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe. Have a great day and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.